0: Do the church preach Jesus, or do the church preach about Jesus, but the main focus is on other things? Mm-hmm. We preach Christ Jesus to the Jews who stumbling block, to the Greeks foolishness, mm-hmm. but to us who believe, yes. it's a power of God. Welcome
1: to The Healing Touch with Bishop Ronald F. Kimball, presiding bishop of the Life Center Churches. You can find out more about Bishop Kimball and Life Center Church at www.thelifecenter.org. Now, here's Bishop Kimball with today's message.
0: Well, good morning, everyone. What a beautiful week the Lord has given us. And what a wonderful day he starts us off with. As the scriptures say, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to thank God for this wonderful, wonderful overseer in my life. It's just really, it's really amazing when you have someone who, loves the word and don't mind calling time. and I don't know why our conversation always end with the scripture but <laughs> now today we're going to begin once again with Paul's journey he's in Athens today left Berea where from Thessalonica he comes to Berea and you had some rowdy people from Thessalonica heard what was going on. They came down to Berea and they started confusion there. They had to ship Paul out and he gets into Athens, a wonderful, wonderful city. It was the center of the religion. All the Greek philosophers was there and all the big thinkers was there. Athens was a wonderful place. They had a place there called the Areopagus or Mars Hill as it was known, where all of the philosophers and everybody who had something new to discuss, this is what it was all about. I think Socrates, Plato, some of the great Greek philosophers had some kind of time there in Athens. And we're going to find today that as Paul arrives in Athens, he sees a whole city given over to some kind of religion they were very religious people and it was really troubling to him as we we start with this so when paul paul got into athens there he went to the synagogue things didn't, didn't go too well there so he went to the agora which was the marketplace and that's when things really began to happen the gospel of the lord jesus christ is something that paul carried into a world that was not open to it. You had a few people that were open. Of course, this is the parable Jesus talks about. When the seed is planted, some of it gonna catch root. And we're gonna find that as Paul made these missionary journeys, the seed caught root into many lives and that's where your epistles come from. He begins to write letters to these churches that were established in those areas. But for the church today, It is a wonderful thing if we could learn from the experiences that the Bible shows us and what it teaches us about carrying the word of God. If Jesus was to visit the earth today, would he recognize his church? That was a, a question that I ran across this past week. Would Jesus recognize his church today? Uh, what would Jesus say of our worship services of, and people have such a good time? What would he say? I took a little trip to YouTube mm-hmm. and I wanted to hear just what was being preached. I wanted to hear a message. I tried many different churches. I went across racial lines mm-hmm to hear what was really being preached through YouTube somewhere during the course of the last couple of years or so. The messages that were going out was really not Mm Christ-related. And it caused me to really give thought to the directions we want to go in. There's a lot being said. There's a lot being taught about the world. There's a lot being taught about who you really are and what you can really have. And we are reminded in the lesson today that there were some philosophers there in mm-hmm. Athens, the Epicureans and the Stoics, yes. which they have a present day following, but we have a different name for them today, mm-hmm. secularists and materialists. Mm-hmm. It's the same philosophies yes. that they had back yes. then. And I took note of that. Do the church preach Jesus? I do the church preach about Jesus, mm-hmm. but the main focus is on other things. Mm-hmm. Paul mm-hmm. say, we preach Christ Jesus. Yes, we preach Christ Jesus to the Jews stumbling block, to the Greeks foolishness. Mm-hmm. But to us who believe, yes. it's the power of God. Oh, God. It's the power of God. I heard some success messages. I heard some what you can do messages. I heard all of those messages, but the foundation of where all that power comes from to, to achieve that mm-hmm. was left out. Yes. I just yeah. so happen to know. So, we have a job set before us, and as we, we shared this many occasions, and man, thank you so much for just just the talks and just, just the discussions about the Scripture, and I want to encourage people, get you a Bible partner. You have prayer partners. Get a Bible partner to yes. share the Scriptures and be like the Berea, search them out and see if those things are so write down questions that you don't understand that you don't know and, and, and by all means get it to us some kind of way let's all get engaged because you're going to find today that the scriptures are very 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 violent and important mm-hmm. to our future yes sir and as we look at what happens in athens we pick up from there where have your journey taken you well first of all it helps me see bishop
1: as you mentioned with the Epicureans and the Stoics, even the Bereans. Yeah. <laughs> Today, many churches and Christians don't build their doctrine on the Bible, the doctrine. Mm. I say doctrine, I'm speaking about belief, their instructions. And that's a very dangerous mistake for people it's to very make. Dangerous. You know? And as a result, people are, we become more inclined to pick and choose The parts of the Bible that we like and allow us to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. It was never intended for the word, the scripture, to cause us to be comfortable, but to become righteous. That's right. And to be holy. That's right. And to find those passages of scripture or build a ministry or church or take a position that is partial Bible and part philosophy, Mm -hmm. that's a very dangerous place to be. And because there's such a fine line between the philosophical approach, Mm -hmm. you know, some would cause it to think that it is Bible when in essence, it really is not. And when Paul, when we look at around verse 16, when Paul gets into Athens, we see here that it was once said that Paul sees so many idols, there was a God and an idol display for everything you possibly could think of. Every corner. And it was once said <laughs> that there were so many gods in Athens until it was easier to find a God than it was to find a man. It, it was overtaken. It, yeah. It, and it, 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 and, it and so wrong. Paul's concern wasn't against the people of Athens. Mm-hmm. It was against their beliefs and the position that they took concerning these false gods. And so when he entered into the, same, the synagogue, which was a pattern of Paul, mm-hmm. wherever he went, he went to the synagogue mm-hmm. because that's where your Jews were. And that's where your God-fearing Gentiles also was in many locations. And so when he went there and then he also went into the Agora, the marketplace, as you, if you would. And there, that's when he encountered our favorite group of people the epicureans and the stoics (laughs) the
0: philosophers
1: the philosophers and um as a sidebar to look at these epicureans i made a note here that they were followers of epicurus a well-known school of atheistic materialists they maintained that the universe is the product of chance Mm -hmm. and that pleasure was the chief end of human existence, That's, and when you mentioned earlier about today, the materialistic, that is still prevalent in the mm. earth today. Yes. Even though this was during Paul's time, the spirit mm. of these teachings, these philosophies, they are still prevalent today. And they, 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 they just yeah. come under a different name. A different name. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's amazing that the Epicurean. I just want to mm-hmm. bring this little bit in, Father, the Epicureans. Everything happens by chance. Yes. This is yeah. what they believe. Mm-hmm. And life has no meaning. It's chance. If yes. you walk out today and something happened, by chance that happened. Mm-hmm. So by chance good may happen and by chance bad may happen. Right. You, right. you can't predict anything. There's no order, no direction. Nothing about you will live on when you die. And see, that's the catch right there. This mm-hmm. is where the Sadducees come in mm-hmm. who didn't believe in the resurrection. Yes. This is the whole foundation of what we've been dealing with since we started the first chapter of Acts, the foundation of that, Mm -hmm. Jesus rose from From the dead. dead. Amen. We're building all of our theology Mm -hmm. on the resurrection. Amen. If there's no resurrection, then none of this is worth anything. That's right. We might as well turn the lights out. Yeah. You know, we'll probably keep the building and make it a big recreational center because there is no resurrection. Amen. And as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, we're still in our sin. Mm -hmm. So what they really believe is there was no meaning to be found in the life to come. What kind of life is that? Mm, You know, nothing to look forward to. You know, let us eat, drink, be merry. For tomorrow Tomorrow we we die. die. (laughs) Do it all. Now, some people really believe that. Mm -hmm. They may not think they believe that, but this is how they live. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. live that way. Enjoy life avoid pain, Mm -hmm. maximize your pleasure. This is what they do. Mm -hmm. And even some messages I heard promote that type of thing, you know. You can have anything you want. You Mm -hmm. could be whoever you want to be. Mm -hmm. And all of this is saying nothing but, you have nothing high to live for, you only go around one in life, get all All you can. All the gusto. Now that's a belief, Mm -hmm. that's a belief. Get the best you can get. Mm-hmm. Get as much as you can get. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the people in the wilderness when God told them to just get enough for the day. And yes. they was, I, I tell you, Ben, you just can't <laughs> seem to, to get them on track. There is no meaning to life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the kicker right there. Like, no afterlife. Yeah. And people really believe that today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They live like There is no afterlife. Mm -hmm. They live like, I'm not going to die. This is a random world. Where is God? Well, they talk about him at church, but I don't see him out here. Yes. So that is a serious, serious matter Mm -hmm. for us to address when he got to Athens there. Mm -hmm. And these are the ones that came out in... was debating with him.
1: Yeah, and I think as in just the fact that they are mentioned in the scripture, Mm -hmm. there's significance for, or Luke wouldn't have, you know, brought them out. Mm -hmm. And since we're dealing with the Epicureans, I think we should just go ahead and also take a look at the Stoics who here, they were followers of Zeno. Uh, Here, again, this was an equally celebrated uh, but opposite school of philosophy, uh, essentially pantheistic. And, and what I mean when I say pantheistic or pantheism, it's a doctrine which identifies God with the universe or regards to universe as a manifestation of God as also it is a worship that admits or tolerates all gods. In other words, it's not just the true and living God. You can also entertain Zeus and Hermes and anybody else else (laughs) that is a God. And that was what their position was. The principle was that under the law of the iron of necessity, the spirit was what is called the deity and that a passionless conformity to human would be the law. Mm-hmm. In other words, you mm-hmm. go through life, but you're not to show any passion. You can be unmoved by any external circumstances or changes, and to be perfect—that
0: was the goal mm-hmm. of
1: the Stoics. That was their virtue: is perfection.
0: To what end? There is no. There end. is no end. That was the. You,
1: that was the. That was the epitome of their existence. On their to be as perfect as be you as can. To be as perfect as you can. Yes.
0: That's so. What I would say such a sign that that city needed the gospel. Yes. yes. They needed Paul at that time. Well, as he began to make his way from the synagogue Mm -hmm. to the marketplace, well, in the synagogue, he didn't have the kind of action that he had on his previous trips. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, He left the synagogue. I guess nobody wanted to hear him and nobody caused no trouble. Mm -hmm. So he went out into the marketplace with those who happened to be present. And Paul was talking to anybody who wanted to listen to him. But verse 18 speaks about the Stoics and the Epicurean. Some were conversing with him. Some were saying, what would this idle babbler wish to say? Mm -hmm. Now that's a word right there. Yes, sir. Uh, Nobody never called me an idle babbler. So, you know, I had to really, really (laughs) pay attention to that is somebody who actually promotes and carries what they heard Mm -hmm. and they don't carry the whole thing because they don't understand the whole thing bits and pieces pieces. (laughs) so I think what threw them off is right here in verse 18 um, when he he said let's hear uh, what would this out of babbler wish to say Mm-hmm. He's a newcomer here, and mm-hmm. you got all of these high minded philosophers and all of these scholarly men there. Yes. Paul comes in, and they wanted to hear what he had to say. And this is what they say he's an out of babbler, mm-hmm. he seems to be a proclaimer of strange deities, yes. plural. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. what threw them off. Paul was talking about Jesus and the resurrection. If there's two deities, there's a Jesus and then there's the resurrection Mm -hmm. deity. But he was only talking about one. One. They were confused. Paul was not confused. They were confused. So they took him, verse 19, Mm -hmm. and brought him to the Areopagus Mm -hmm. saying, may we know what this new teaching is, which you are proclaiming. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. If you'd like this message in its entirety, contact us by phone at 407-628-3229, extension 114, or visit our online store at www.thelifecenter.org.